Hey guys, welcome to the BWAMS podcast. My name is Richie Marufo, and we're coming to you from Power at the Pass here in El Paso, Texas. And as always, we got a really cool guest today. In fact, um, you know, our guest um, is is visiting. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a guest to El Paso, and uh, it's been really cool uh, getting to know her and and the, the project that she's been working on. And, and on top of that, she's an excellent photographer, writer, and uh, artist. So, uh, Gabrielle. Lubliner. I did I butcher your name? <laughs> it's Lubliner, but it's really Lublin, hard to say. Lubliner. Okay. Lubliner. Lubliner. That is good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you, Richie. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Thank um, you. And you've, of course, I'm you're so you're no be... stranger to Power of the Past. You've uh, been here quite a few times at yeah. this point. Yeah, it's almost home right now. <laughs> it's almost yeah, home base. Oh, one of one of many, and so. Um, you know, you're you're visiting El Paso and, and you travel all over. But can you tell us a little bit about um, where you're from mm-hmm. and what brought you to El Paso? Okay, so yeah, I'm from France and uh, I'm from Normandy, the northwest, the not really interesting part, in <laughs> fact. But yeah, I made my study in Brittany and like two years ago, I discovered El Paso by chance on Google Maps because I wow. was in my art school mm-hmm. and uh, the project we were working on was the idea of traveling. At this time, I've never experienced any kind of traveling. Travel. I was like, okay. okay, I have no money. I'm in my room. It's dark outside. I don't want to... I'm just going to go on Google Maps and see if I can find something <laughs> cool on Google Street View and stuff like that. Wow, technology like yeah, you can do in incredible unusual stuff. ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I just jumped on El Paso because... First, because of the name, I guess. Okay. I've always been fascinated by the U.S. also because of the movie Western Spaghetti. Western Spaghetti. Oh, yeah? You don't like watch that. some of that? Yeah, I grew up with that. Rio Bravo. Did, did you expect more of that when you got it's here? It's exactly... It, no, it's way more interesting than what I expect. True. And there's really this uh, West uh, Western side um, aspect here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I just clicked on El Paso, discovered the desert and street view, and then El Paso Times. Mm-hmm. I, I found the El Paso Times website. And the first images I saw was the most wanted fugitives of the week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the picture of those guys, all the old tattoo on their face. like, And those pictures were really strong. So you already had kind of like a, a painted perception uh-huh. or image. I, I immediately wanted to draw to draw those faces because mm. even if it was like kind of sad and cruel to take those pictures, the the picture was also mm. there was something powerful and beautiful in those faces. Okay. So, yeah, it was really uh, strange for me to see that. I was like, is it the real world? Is are those people real? Like the most wanted fugitive of the week? Hmm. Sounds like like a movie. It made it seem more like the Wild West, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from of those westerns. And I, yes, in that time, I wanted to know more about that. I discovered, of course, the border relation, the complexity. It was before the election of Trump also. Okay, right. So I start following on the El Paso life. What, who are the people who live here? How does the border take part in their identity and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And I start dreaming about this place. Start yeah, and it gave birth to a, a project yeah. that, that brought you down so, here. This is actually my first real traveling alone as a photographer. So mm. I'm like, this is the perfect place because everyone in France is like, 
why do you want to go there? That's not a touristic place. And even <laughs> oh. here, people are so... Still, like, what yeah, brought you here? What are you, yeah, what so are you doing here? It's so weird people kind of have that self-negative, like, image. How do, what do you mean by negative? When, when someone says, like, why are you here? Yeah, like, no, it's... Here, I don't feel it like that. Here, it's like more, mm -hmm. oh, it's so cool that, mm -hmm. you know... you. You come from very far, you come from nowhere, and mm -hmm. you're arriving here, and yeah. also kind of knows are nowhere. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to, to meet those those pictures of the the Wild West, which mm -hmm. I, I grew up with, with the movie, and also mix that with the reality, like in more in a journalistic aspect. Good. Make some portrait of people, uh, singular stories, migrants, mm -hmm. everyday life. How does this... Uh, strange and inhuman stuff that is the border. How does it take part in <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, you've been, you've been meeting such a, a variety of, of yeah. people and uh, involved with so many different I was sectors. so lucky. Yeah, I was so lucky about that because I just jumped here first. At first sight, it was empty. <clears throat> I was alone in the street. I took some picture, and yeah. For hours and hours, I haven't seen no one. I was like around the Rio Grande Avenue. Oh, yeah. Sunset Eye. And then, yeah, I started meeting some people. Like, I really don't know how. Maybe going some bars and it really helps. Yeah, it, it really does. And and uh, actually, we, we've we talked about this before. Like, when we were when we were having um, coffee at Savage Goods. Yeah. And yeah. we were talking about how interesting it is, how, how willing people are are or how people are so willing to open up and, and like kind of share stories and you're talking about like the Jalisco that, cafe yeah that was and, a gift for me yeah, yeah. my my meeting with uh, the day I met Jalisco coffee mm -hmm. I was so lucky I was just outside taking picture of the of the the door mm -hmm. because the Jalisco door is like it's nice right? epic historic place <laughs> and so Hector the, the owner of the place just came out and he was like hey can I help you like in a nice way like yeah. not Hey, what are you doing? Oh, no, good, good. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, telling him my story. And he was like, oh, okay, you, I I have a book to give you to read. Uh -huh. I have some people you can meet. And so, yeah, he just <laughs> asked me, like, open his arm. And it was so nice. I meet Ditra, mm -hmm. who is, uh, she was um, she was there to uh, register uh, people for vote. Mm -hmm. But she's also in charge of the decoration. She used to be a dance teacher. And yeah. she escaped from El Paso when she was a teenager to be a ballet dancer. <laughs> she escaped, huh? Yeah, she ran out. She was like, oh, there's no ballet dancer here. Yeah. I need to go in New York. And True. then she came back because her art belongs here. Yeah, I remember, I remember you telling me that story. That's, uh -huh. that's amazing. She's an amazing people. And so, yeah, I started going there every morning to just see what happened because there is always something interesting there yeah and yeah many people came to me like oh you're you're the french girl i have something to tell you i have a story <laughs> to tell you i was like okay give me <laughs> oh yeah people uh and uh so people have been very hospitable you know mm -hmm. I, I i think i was the same way i was like oh cool well welcome yeah. and yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you had to you meet exactly so and so like and like <sighs> i just it was almost too much i'm like oh hold on i need to step back a little no no no, no. <laughs> that was great uh, at the papagayo project i mm -hmm. met incredible people like Absolutely. Sarah, mm -hmm. um, Annette. Annette, yeah, Annette bring me to a writing class, the Tumble, the Tumble World Project, that was actually the first time I wrote in English, and I'm gonna, oh, wow. yeah, I'm gonna explain you that after, 
and tumbleweeds, you know, it's so interesting because you just write. You you can't say anything about it. You no, know, no, no, you, no. You cannot you, just be like, okay, being being be kind because uh, I don't speak really English. No, no, no. You just they, read they, it. They tell you, yeah, it. you can. You just read it, which is cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And uh, and that's one thing I I, I do want to eventually get to on, on this on this uh, recording is have you share a couple of your poems, maybe one in English or but especially some of the ones that you've already written and. Uh, Sometimes there's no need for translation because True. you know it's just it's there's something beautiful about hearing it in a you know language you Mystery. wrote it in. So I could just use it, my grocery list and you never know. <laughs> well, that'd be messed up, you know. I th- I feel no, like no, no, I'd no, eventually no. I find not. out. I will not. Absolutely no, not. No, but you 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 um you've done some chapbooks even of your work. Mm-hmm. Like you were showing me like uh like cool prints that you had done, featuring photography and poems and yeah and that's what i want to do actually with this project i want mm. to mix like short poems sometimes it's more like short stories i cannot really say poems because there's no mm-hmm. really uh, um, classic form of poems but it's saying. like short something in between fiction and reality and mixed with picture so they're like little vignettes you know yeah, like vignettes. little snapshots yeah. of, of people's stories which yeah is... it's more more something like that yeah yeah and you've so and you've been interviewing people along this this time, taking photos and and part of that involves taking them to like their favorite spot. Yes, that was that was a big it. aspect of the project, which uh, <laughs> I really abandoned this aspect. Mm-hmm. First, actually, first when I arrived here, I was so I thought I was completely fluent in English, and I wanted to you know oh, seriously yeah. interview people about politics about going to city court and mm-hmm. and interviewing plus, you, plus you're here right now like during election season and uh-huh. yeah there's okay. a lot of stuff to catch and uh-huh. then i realized i was not good enough for that so i i uh, redirected my project to something more uh, poetic mm-hmm. and yeah that's the reason why i wanted people to bring to their favorite place because it's more something like you you don't even need to to speak the same language like some you associate someone with a favorite place if you can catch the reason why, if you can catch a memo, it's even better. Mm-hmm. But with those interviews, I'm going to uh, transcript it, write yeah. it, mm-hmm. as I understand it, not as as it was said. So something <laughs> really strange will appear, I hope so. I see, I see. Just off the top, what are some of the more interesting places that have, have come up in these interviews? Um, let me think about that. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, yeah. Actually, Ditra. She brought me to uh, our favorite place was at the um, Concordia Cemetery because mm. her grand grand grandparents are uh, buried here. And it's uh, it's an interesting cemetery. Too. It's a really interesting yeah. cemetery, and she told me that it's one of her favorite places because there is this strange ambient. Mm-hmm. But actually, she haven't been there for years, and when we when she brought me there, we spent hours to find the. <laughs> so oh, it yeah. was kind of. A really good moment because uh, during sh- we were trying to find it, she was telling me a lot of mm. uh, childhood stories, and so yeah, I, I really like this place. This place is now one of my favorite too. Because and of uh, have you eaten at Ellen J's yet? It's right, right there, but that restaurant. Ellen J's, yeah, we, we went there just after. Is that a, a lot of people? It, it's po- so it's popular. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've been waiting for uh, a long time before <laughs> we get there. Rightfully so, you know. Re- that's really good. And uh, with Concordia, I mean, there's so much history behind it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think you get to talk about the history. 
of the region, not just El Paso, because at one point, you know, like, I mean, we know the kind of the history of the, the area, you know, being Mexico and then mm-hmm. and being part of the U.S., Texas, then U.S., and, uh, you know, they also, you also have, like, famous gunslingers, like John Wesley Harding. Yeah. You saw, like, uh, reenactments there, right? Yeah, I, yes, that was crazy. I, I went back there a few <laughs> days after, and, we yeah, I saw a group of people who were just, like, fighting for fake, all in costume, and, yeah. Mm. How'd you enjoy uh, Dia de los Muertos festivities? Oh, is that a sad story, Rick? Richie? Uh-oh. That's a really sad story. No, did you fall um, asleep? No, oh. I didn't. I was oh. supposed to go in Juarez uh-huh. with a friend of mine who was not able to go because he had to work. Mm. That's completely understandable. And then I was like, okay, I'm a strong woman. I can go by myself, even uh-huh. if I don't speak a word of Spanish. Uh-huh. And even if people are like, no, 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 you should not go alone. So I took my bike and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Sometimes you have to do the work and stuff like that. It's going to be fun and I'm going to stay downtown. (laughs) And then I crossed the the walkers uh, crossing. Uh It's it's green for me. I can go. And then a car just ran over me. No. Yeah. So Right away. Yeah, completely. Uh, I've been, I feel better right now, but... (laughs) At this That's moment, rough. and you're still like, and, and a lot of your transportation, um, by the way, has been through bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I uh, I experienced two bikes because the first one has been stolen. But yeah, oh. it's also part of the project. Actually, it's interesting. You can see a bike, the bike in a lot of my uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be maybe a chapter of the of the project. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I I took it like um, I don't know, like karma or sign. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I was not even able to, to walk. Yeah, almost. That's, I mean, scary for one, but I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, I, I'm okay. So I, I just... wouldn't have been able to tell, like, you walking <laughs> up the stairs right now. And... No, no, I know. I feel really better. But I was shocked, maybe more more than earth, I was shocked. And then I just oh, spent yeah. all the day at the Jacinto, Jacinta yes. Plaza, uh-huh. just sitting in a, in a bench, just watching at people walking. People watching. People watching. Mm, that sounds smoking cigarette peaceful. like you know yeah, yeah peaceful in the same time I was like <laughs> meditating a bit that's about good that. that's that's necessary so I missed I missed the idea of smart mm, I mean there were a lot of events around town but mm-hmm. you know um, yeah I earned even the day after uh, yeah I received some texts like hey there's something but it was too late <laughs> 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 no 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 so it's um, one of the reasons why I have to come back next year absolutely <laughs> yeah you were talking about you know future travel plans which sounds great you talked about colombia and uh, it's interesting we have a, a couple of friends that are, are moving to colombia yeah you interviewed Ang- you were uh, with angst today he's going to be going to colombia yeah he told me that Ugata and uh, yeah maybe we were, i meet them I meet <laughs> it'd be interesting right and uh, yeah. we also had our friend uh berlin hepworth who did a little bit of teaching Okay. In Colombia, he's a poet. Uh, he's been on this show, so that, that's interesting. How how kind of we connect? Yeah. yeah. And you talked about going to Canada, right? What is amazing here is like every everyone seems to be connected with everyone. Isn't it, it cool, right? Like you see yeah. these it's little threads of connection. It it amazes me, mm. like really. <laughs> cool. So. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, thank you for taking the time to sit down. Um, you've been working on poems here. Um, do you want to share maybe sure. one that, that's maybe more recent? 
Do you want me to start by the one which is more recent or by the first one I wrote at the Timberworld project? If you'd My, like to share. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about both? Let's do both. But let's start, or the first one. Let's start with the first one, Tumblewords. Okay. And um, while you're getting ready, if Because you guys it, aren't familiar, Tumblewords is a, a long, long time running writing workshop series um, in the central El Paso. But here we go. So tell, tell us about I'm gonna this I'm going to tell piece. you, yeah, a bit about that. So I'm, I also want to start by this one because it gives you an idea about um, where I come from and why I'm so fascinated by traveling. Mm, love it. So, yeah, the kind of the subject, but there's no really subject at Timberworld, but it was uh, Ruby this day, and she was telling us about um, her ancestor and the relation with cooking and this aspect of tradition and yeah and she calls it ancestral wellness mm -hmm. uh -huh. that was beautiful and so i wrote a poem which is called exile and beauty my ancestors have been living in the desert of north africa i guess they used to cook dry bread on warm rocks my ancestors are gypsies musicians traveling around east europa i guess they were playing guitar and singing to the moon and also eating hedgehogs at the tradition ones. My ancestors are Jewish people trying to escape the sadness of humanity. On the road, I guess, they took photography, poems, and dry bread. My ancestors are fishmen from Britain, knowing more about the deep ocean that I'll never know. My ancestors used to burn their house after death. As memories, reality, and expectation goes away, I figure all those places and faces, and if something left, it must be exile, beauty, and dreams. Is that the first one I wrote? And you, you read that in front of a bunch of strangers, huh? Yeah, it was kind of weird, <laughs> but also she got, liberating. Oh, absolutely. That's uh -huh. why you're right. So, yeah, that, that is where I come from. And so I feel all that roots but in the same time as i told you like two years ago i have never traveled i was just like a, a girl from normandy and i don't really feel like i belong to this place i uh -huh. feel more like a nomad yeah and so yeah this is also something i want to put nomad. in my project wow it sounds <laughs> like a, a title right yeah nomad nomad. <laughs> nomad true is it the good word for uh, people who are living in the on the road Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great, you because know, it's, it's the same word in French. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, yes, Good. I love it. And so that's the very first poem you wrote here. Um, mm -hmm. What else? Do you, and so what are you reading out of there? That's a nice little notebook you have. Yeah, look, I wrote a lot of... Uh, <laughs> I, took, I took hours to choose what kind of um, sketchbook I will bring here because the, Wait, the success of the project... You brought those with you? Yeah, from France. Oh wow! <laughs> it doesn't really looks like uh, like a French sketchbook, but mm. I like it. That's that's interesting. So you're gonna that's is that's gonna be a, just a prototype of a, of a chapbook that comes out of that, like just straight up like that, or? Um, actually, no. Do you mean uh, if the the project will be on that kind of? Um, mm -hmm. I want something bigger. Okay, so this is just for you, like your personal. This is notebooks. just my my note, my like. Oh, I love that you just traveled with empty notebooks. <gasps> that's to fill them up uh, even more than medicine or clothes uh -huh. if oh, i if man. i had to bring only one thing yeah 
that's that's how we became friends like i i feel that you know like i'm always carrying around my notebooks and stuff you i love i love your notebooks i'm really jealous about your notebooks (laughs) i'm and and i yours (laughs) but you've you've uh contributed i like the fact that some some stuff uh went around like water and changed the true right it's because i I got cocky and i was walking around with different colored pens greens Uh and blues and that's guess, really beautiful. I guess, uh, yeah. but it worked out. Worked out. So, you know, that's really cool that you have these sketchbooks. <laughs> and I have a few more still empty in my uh, luggage. That's <laughs> what a great metaphor, you know. Like, I love it. I love it. Um, and so, um, tell me, what else, uh, what other poems have you written while you're here that maybe you'd want to share? Like, um, any interesting? Actually, the last one I wrote mm-hmm. is called Memory City. And it's about, um, I went to Tornillo. Mm-hmm. So um, not only the camp because I went around the camp to take picture and experience that. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was a powerful moment, really sad. Yeah. And I also went in the the city, the I don't know if you can say city or village of Tornillo. Uh-huh. Yes. Which there there are still some people who live here, but uh, a lot of houses and places seems really empty, abandoned. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I imagine the story of a shadow just being here around. Oh, wow. It's called Memory City. All right. Okay. So, a shadow is laying down on the uncolored sand. I never move, says a shadow. I've been abandoned here in the unknown desert. There's nothing all around. Why does a shadow should move? Even the sun has neglected me a long time ago. Such is my life now. I'm the keeper of this forgotten land. No wandering, no detour. There is only somber runes and crash road dreams. But as long as the shadow stands, the desert will remain free and devastation. Wow. (laughs) Even the sun has abandoned me long ago. Wow, that's... Because the shadow depends on the the sun. So if the sun doesn't care about, about the shadow just blocked forever <laughs> <laughs> and how come you've never read any of these at any of the open mics no uh, i'm so scared <laughs> but i love to i love to come and try maybe one day yeah, well, i mean i'll yeah. be back maybe next time you're back you'll, more you'll come confident. with more confidence yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool um now that's that's part of a uh, new stuff that you're working on mm-hmm. but you know it would be cool to also hear some of your poems that you've written in French and like yeah, over sure. the, the past so um <laughs> just tell us a little bit of what you have here and and uh you're just gonna read it in French and we're it's gonna leave it up to us to hear the music and the language and and then and you uh, tell me what in. you understand about that <laughs> okay. oh no I'm I would not be <laughs> okay. hold on let me turn on Google Translate <laughs> <laughs> no don't cheat I'm not <laughs> so yeah I can I can read you the the first stuff I wrote when I arrived in El Paso mm-hmm. when I was waiting at the Greyhound uh, bus station um, I I arrived like from from a 30 hours uh, bus trip from New Orleans wow. and it was five in the morning I was so tired and I had to wait like until 10 to go at my Airbnb so mm-hmm. for five hours I just watched people Downtown. Wow. in the station. And I really love stations. So, terminal de bus Greyhound, 7h20 El Paso. Contre toute attente, c'était ici, au milieu de nulle part que je me sentais au cœur du monde. C'était ici chez moi, 
et il y avait là quelque chose de fou et d'incompréhensible qui se déroulait lentement, une feuille après l'autre, comme du papier à cigarette. Les gares ont cependant toute une chose en commun, les histoires. Un petit noyau où se rassemble tout un tas de connexions nerveuses à vif. Il y a quelque chose de mélancolique et d'universel ici. Des rangées de bancs bleus turquoises éclairés au néon blanc qui brûle la rétine. Des machines à confiserie en panne. Un diner tenu par une dame qui porte une perruque blonde mais ne dit mot ni ne sourit. Sale boulot. Des gens arrivent, des gens s'en vont. Évidemment, c'est une gare. Certains sont chargés de paquets, d'autres non. Certains sont gros et portent des baskets. Certains ont mis leurs plus beaux habits, comme ce monsieur soigneusement peigné, avec une chemise bleue légèrement satinée, avec un pantalon de costume et des chaussures parfaitement cirées. Certaines sont des prostituées qui mâchent du chewing-gum. Certains sont des parents. Certains sont des bébés qui crient. Certains dorment sur les bancs bleus. Certains s'embrassent. D'autres se disent au revoir. Certains ne connaissent pas leur quai. Certains n'attendent pas le bus, mais juste le temps qui passe. Wow. So I recognized, I heard El Paso. Yeah, and great. chewing gum. Chewing gum, yeah. Talks about chewing gum. So there's like no translation for that? Or, I don't know. Um, I could do a literal translation. It but just doesn't work. Yeah, I tried. It doesn't uh, work. It's just about the... I make like a list of the people, the kind of people I saw. Mm -hmm. Like there are, uh, there is uh, parents, baby crying, some people waiting, some people just waiting for the time to pass, yeah. some prostitute uh, chewing gum, <laughs> uh -huh. and some people were well dressed, some people were not, and yeah, a lot, I describe, I describe all of that, and it was a really peaceful moment for me, mm. even if. Sometimes the <laughs> stations are not peaceful. <laughs> no, um, you know, it's it's a very interesting place for, for people because there's so much going on, all different walks of life. And you heard that it was last week's? Yeah, they started uh, releasing people at the Greyhound bus station. So, mm -hmm. yeah, another story about that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, all sorts of other issues too with ICE and mm -hmm. picking people up. and It's an it's in interesting climate. But, you know... Based on that one, you know, so much of your writing is, is I mean, obviously, is, is observational, you know? Yeah. And, and it kind of goes hand in hand with, like, your your, your camera. I, I, I think those interesting, it's interesting those two look. mediums of, of, like, yeah, observing and how we are lens, mm -hmm. essentially. So, uh, trying you know. to catch the most I can. <laughs> and actually, even if it's observation, by the fact that I choose, choose to observe mm -hmm. something more than another, it mm -hmm. took maybe more about me than the people. That's what a friend of me told me like a few days ago. I was like, no, it doesn't talk about me. Like, yeah, you're talking about you. So like, it was interesting. Another uh, How you frame aspect. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, that's, it's always, uh, I think, a poignant statement. Mm -hmm. So, so that piece, you know, um, would that be part of your collection as well? Just as kind of the part of the whole journey or? I think so. Yeah, mm. it's going to be like, Some part of my project will look like uh, traveling, traveling mm -hmm. books. No, okay. but maybe, maybe at the beginning, yeah. But I wanted, I would like the picture to take more uh, importance than the writing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, that's, that's great. Because I, I didn't wrote that much actually here. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, I feel like too. <laughs> 
too full of information to maybe when maybe <laughs> when I come back to France with all that information, it'll start coming back yeah. to you. Yeah, we uh yeah, absolutely when we have we've been, we've had guests on the show who who are not from here who travel and mm-hmm. that's actually they've said that before too. They just need time to to let all that information decompress. Yeah, decompress and it and come, analyze and. <laughs> and but sometimes it's good to not too much analyze also. <laughs> true. Yeah, I mean we tend to be over analytical these mm-hmm. days. Um, Cool and and uh, you you already have stuff that you've put out there in the world in terms of your art, of uh, poetry, writing, chapbooks. Yeah, and like my my previous project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, actually the first book I've made. Mm-hmm. The I, I made two books and both of them are about um, mixing picture and writing, but there are no picture for me, only the picture I am. Uh, adopted like the first one was about uh, it's called orphan memories mm-hmm. and uh, I just found some <laughs> albums on the trash yeah, in front of the yeah the doctor and I just used those those picture trying to understand how the people can just leave mm. their memories leave their picture it was about a trip in uh, uh, Ivory Coast in the 90s mm-hmm. and I started Uh, putting my own self-fiction in those images and because I don't want I'm so afraid as all the the photographer I guess mm-hmm. I want to keep moments frames yeah so if someone just abandoned the picture I'm like no 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 come on I'm gonna I'm gonna change the story I'm gonna it's gonna be mine mine mm-hmm. memories right now yeah and so The second book was about, uh, it's called Stay. In French, it's Rest. Mm-hmm. And it's about the, the trip of my, uh, my mother and my brother who went to Syria in 1994 for tourism. Mm. And so my brother was 10 years old and he took a lot of pictures like uh, with film camera, but it's still chi- children, child picture. Mm-hmm. But most of the places he took are uh, had disappeared now. Like the anymore. the Palmyra ruins, um, just frames of cities and wow. peaceful place, touristic places, and so I use those pictures as the only the only place where those uh, those monuments exist now. <laughs> wow! Like a way to visit without Google Maps this time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go come full circle there. Um, is there anywhere that people can uh, see this stuff online, or is it just like super rare? No, actually, there are some stuff online. Uh, there is a website called uh, Errance. You're gonna have to write that down for me. No, yeah. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll share it in the show notes. It's not my own website, but it's actually the by that website that all my El Paso story began because it was writing uh, writing class online oh. with my art school and uh, I had to do a project about traveling to try to go in that class because they only took 10 people and I was like okay I have to do something to prove that hmm. so the first the first subject was about my relation with wandering mm-hmm. and my, my meeting with El Paso <laughs> wow. And so I was accepted. It's called errands and I've been publishing every day or uh, whatever, a writing, a picture, a drawings, whatever, every day something for one year. Mm-hmm. 
So you can find some of the text on which there. I put in the yeah in the uh -huh. books. <laughs> and and are you planning to have like a a website or anything for yourself or a place where people can follow yeah. your content? I'm working on a website. Uh, the the name is really long. <laughs> it's on Google Sites, but I will I will give you the the link also. Okay. It's not awesome. not finished, but I put some of my of my work here. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Well, that's great. I think that um, it's important, you know, to create, uh, especially in times of destruction and, and cynicism. I think it's important to, you know, um, create our own meaning out mm -hmm. of what we observe and, and experience. And so it's really cool that, that you've been able to visit El Paso. And it's been a pleasure getting to know you and meet you. I'm so happy to be here and... <laughs> Some part of me will forever stay here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you already have a, a return trip, so... Yeah, planned. I do. I do, in February. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you, you know. It's, it's, thank you, uh, thank you so much for hosting. To Power at the Pass and yeah. the podcast. Thank you, Gabriel. It was great. Thank you, Richie. <laughs> That's it, we're done. <laughs> Peace, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>